Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 298 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, there has been a little bit of a debacle, and I've got to tell you all what is going on. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles and your notebooks and something to write with and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with the BCU.com situation. That's what's coming up next. everyone. We are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the Word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast, there are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, BCU fam. So let's talk about what happened here. So before I do that, let me just stop and give God praise for blessing us to get into the first week of June of 2023. As of this recording, we give God glory and honor for blessing us to get to this point in time and for his mercies being renewed. Also want to give God praise for getting to 298 episodes of BlendCouragesYou.com. He truly gets the glory, honor, and praise for that BCU fam. So With all of that being said, uh, there has been a situation that has popped up with the BlendCouragesYou.com site, as some of you all may know about. So without getting into the quagmire of all of the detail, uh, it turns out that my domain provider has added some extra dashes in the BlendCouragesYou.com domain name. So instead of blendcouragesyou.com, as you all are used to clicking on and going to, it's now bl-encourages-u.com. And who's going to remember that? So, and it doesn't link in to the blendcouragesyou.com site. So I have to tell you all that normally on Mondays, I prepare for the podcast and then go ahead and 
edit and upload on Tuesdays. And as I went to prepare on yesterday, I was having trouble with getting in and, you know, figuring out what was going on and all that sort of thing. And by the time I had gotten things uh, figured out, I guess it was past the working hours of my domain provider. So I am currently awaiting a response and a resolution to the situation. And I was a little panicked, BCU fam, just, just a teeny bit panicked about all of this that was happening. And after just uh, giving it to the Lord, going to sleep and getting up this morning, uh, the Lord gave me the mind to just go into a direction of an A203 podcast, which means that this is going to be just a lighter, more personal type of podcast, uh, veering away from what I normally do. Now, it's been a good while since I've done an A203 podcast, and I'll explain what that means in just a little bit, why I chose that moniker if you don't already know. It has been a bit, and I had planned to do that for the uh, 300th episode, but because all of this has happened, I am now going to go in this direction, and that's okay. We give God praise for it. So uh, what we're going to do is, is that I'm going to explain uh, what A203 means and then go into our Q&A. Let's do it, BCU fam. So the first thing is, is what in the world is A203? And I believe that I talked about this in a couple of previous podcasts, and I will try to remember to link this in the show notes. But um, back in the day, I was in the third grade at McKinley School, which is now a different name. And at that school, uh, there was an old building and a new building. You, know, you all know how sometimes these, these schools uh, add on and do annexes and things like that. So in the third grade, I was in the new building and I had a teacher who was just fabulous, um, just this cool Afro and these these jangly bracelets which i wear this day just it reminds me of her patricia dickerson and uh, the room number that i was in in the third grade was a203 that was in that new building and i just recall i recall a lot about that time but i recall how sweet she was i recall how much i learned and it just being one of my favorite places because it had this big, beautiful window and I could see outside and the cars going by. And it just evokes really warm memories of my childhood. And that, that's one of my favorite childhood memories is being in that particular classroom. And out of all the classrooms I've been in, that is the only classroom number that I can remember. So uh, it's one of my favorite places. So hence, anytime I do one of these more personal podcasts, I call it an A203. All right, BCU fam. So one of the first questions is, what is a favorite childhood memory? Now, I just named one with my A203 story, and I have to say that I have a lot of favorite childhood memories. It's, it's hard to pick one. So I, I may answer this question again in a future podcast, but if I had to narrow it down to another one, I'd have to say I loved the time 
the times that my parents spent with us. Now, uh, my parents, as of this recording, have been married for almost 69 years. I believe it'll be 60, yeah, 69 years. As a matter of fact, this month, June 12th, will be 69 years. And I, I, you know, I love how opposite they were when it came to their interactions with us. My mom was the board game person. So she was the Monopoly, the Payday, Sorry, Scrabble, Perfection, like all of those types of things. That's what my mom uh, did with us. And then when my dad came home uh, from work or more so on the weekends, because he didn't really work on the weekends when we were children, uh, he was the person that got us outside. So he was the person that took us to the beach and to the park and we rode bikes and went to the toy store and all of those kinds of things. And it's just amazing that, you know, growing up in, in the home with them, that they each fed us, you know, on an intellectual level as well as the fun level and how that just balanced us out as children. So I, I loved all of that. When I look back and think about it, that, you know, my dad was the outdoor guy and my mom uh, did more of the indoor things. It just worked, BCU fam. And I'm just so grateful uh, for that, you know, as well as their spiritual guidance and whatnot. And, and meaning that they brought us up in the apostolic faith, as many of you all know, and the love and admonition of the Lord and the importance of salvation in Jesus name and according to Acts 238. So we got that piece of it. And then we also got the natural side of things uh, that blessed us to be the adults uh, and the parents and grandparents that my brothers and I are today. So we thank God for that. All right. The next question is, how did I meet my spouse? Okay. So this is an interesting story and there's a lot more detail to it than I will probably say here just for the sake of time. But believe it or not, BCU fam, um, I have a very good friend, actually one of my best friends, uh, whose name is Kenya. And uh, Kenya and I have been friends for probably about three decades now. And in conversation, Kenya had asked me to teach a class, an online class about singleness. And um, at that time in my life, I was a wonderfully happy single. And I thank God for that because I wasn't always there. And I was just doing what the Lord had called me to do as far as blaincouragesyou.com and you know, I had done some traveling and uh, taking care of family and was just doing what God had called me to do in church as far as singles is concerned and different ministries and just living my best life in Christ. And she had asked me to do a class on that because I do believe that you can be single and be fulfilled and happy. And it's not that you don't have a desire for a spouse. It's not your mission. You're not a heat seeking missile looking around every corner for an opportunity to be in a relationship leading to marriage. And the Lord had got me to that point years earlier. So I was glad about that and glad to share some of the insight because it can be a hard road. So I don't want to act like it wasn't BCU fam. It can be, and you have your moments. So in 
doing that particular class or, or facilitating that class, it just so happened that uh, my husband, I didn't know it at the time, of course, uh, he is also a friend of my best friend. As a matter of fact, they attend the same church or they're part of the same organization. So different churches, same organization. And um, he had popped in and had made a couple of comments and whatnot. And I thought nothing of it. I just, you know, said hello or what have you and just kept going. And uh, subsequently, he ended up reaching out to me. I wasn't really excited about that <laughs> initially, wasn't excited about it. And but we became very good friends and we were friends for about, I want to say about a year a year and some change. And then uh, we ended up meeting up. And from that meetup, uh, we got into a relationship. So the friendship changed into a relationship and that relationship turned into a marriage. And we have been married now for almost four years. So we are going on four years. So um, it was I unexpected uh, right out of the blue. Uh, did not even fathom uh, my life changing the way that it did, BCU fam. Uh, just before the pandemic is when we got married and then things were locked down. So we got married Valentine's Day of 2020 and had planned uh, all of these celebrations and things like that. And it just uh, things were just shut down, you know, obviously because of what was going on uh, in the country and in the world at that time. Uh, yet God has been faithful and has taken care of us and has brought us to this point. And we thank God for for all that he's done. So um, the married life is very different, obviously, from the single life. It's a beautiful life, BCU fam. It is uh, when you're getting to know one another uh, that takes some time and it takes some patience and you just learn as as with almost anything else, you learn how to just be as pliable as possible. Uh, and if there is no room for pliability, how to work things out. So uh, it definitely is an exercise in patience, understanding and exhibiting the agape love that the Lord puts down on the inside. So I might do a separate podcast on that. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But suffice it to say that um, I thank God. I just thank God for him. Uh, his name is Brian and for the relationship that the Lord has allowed us to um, to share together uh, at this juncture in our lives. All right. Next question. Let's see what is on the list. Hmm. What was my favorite trip that I have ever taken? Hmm. Now there's a few of these. Now I have traveled quite a bit. And again, that's only because of God's grace and mercy and, and how he just opened up some doors for me, BCU fam. Um, I, I'll try not to get too long and detailed into the places that I've been. I'd say though, that one of my favorite trips, one of them was a girl's trip that I took in 2019 and again just just before the pandemic hit so uh i had an opportunity with my mom 
and two of my sweetest friends to go to England. So we planned a, I would say an extended weekend uh, to go to London. And uh, I believe that we left on like a Wednesday or Thursday and came back the following Tuesday or something like that. I'd have to look at the calendar, but that's neither here nor there. And what we did was, you know, we, we all got together and, you know, we got our plane fare together. It was just great how the Lord worked it out where we, you know, got, a, I believe we had a package deal actually. Yeah, we had a package deal where our plane fare, our stay, and uh, I believe transportation, if I'm remembering correctly, was included in this package. I believe my mom may have actually uh, found it for us. And uh, we were able to work out our schedules and whatnot to take this trip together. And uh, we flew, uh, we left late at night and flew on over uh, to London. And um, it was fantastic because, you know, my mom, uh, God bless her. She's just as cute as she wants to be. Uh, the people there and, and here too, but the people over in Europe, they take care of older people. And uh, someone recognized that my mom was, you know, an older woman and made sure that, you know, she had like a little a ride uh, to get to our baggage gate. So, you know, she's riding just, <laughs> and it's so funny BCU fam because she wasn't riding by herself. Now, once they picked her up, they, they took us with her. So we all got on this little cart sort of, of situation and, uh, or I don't know what it is. I, I would say golf cart, but I'm not quite sure what the airport uh, calls it, but uh, we were able to get on that. And what they did is that they scooted us past these long lines and where all these people were and, and all of the check-ins and things like that. And we checked in properly, but you know, we got VIP service. We didn't ask for it. Uh, we just got it, you know, as we were with my mom, I guess. And, and God just does things anyway. And people were looking at us like, well, who are these folks? And why do they get to ride on this little cart? And why are we walking? And why are they getting into the line before we do? And all of those kinds of things. But um, anyway, it, it was just fantastic. We had a great place to stay, uh, which was not quite in the heart of London, sort of on the outskirts, but well, we were within walking distance of several different restaurants. And what I loved about the area that we resided in is that there were just places that you could get fresh food. Now, we were in a restaurant, in a restaurant, we were in a hotel, so there wasn't a lot that we could do with cooking anything. But I love the fact, BCU fam, that people had fresh vegetables and fruit. Like these were picked out of someone's garden and you could buy that. So we did, you know, take advantage of the fruit and it was just so fresh and it tasted so different. It was so good uh, because it was ripened the way that it should be rather than sitting on a truck and, and being in the store sitting in bins. But anyway, it was just very, very fresh. Uh, there were what's called a fishmonger where there was fresh fish that was caught that very day that you could buy. Uh, I, there's, there wasn't a lot in the way that where we were, at least anyway, where there were a lot of big box stores where you, you know, put things in the freezer and all that sort of thing. And I'm certainly not saying that people uh, in, in London or in Europe don't put foods in freezers. What I am saying is, is that there is more of a mind to cook things fresh. And, you know, you may buy things for a day or two at the time versus bulk buying and putting in the freezer and just the quality of the food 
uh, was so much fresher and so much tastier and it felt healthier uh, than some of the options that we have here. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the time um, with my mom and my friends, Tabitha and Modesta. We just got together and, you know, we toured. We went uh, to Buckingham Palace, of course, uh, and, you know, hung out there with all the other tourists and, you know, went to Trafalgar Square and um, uh, Piccadilly Circle and, you know, all of the p places that you would go when you were in London and took just so many pictures and we laughed and carried on. Uh, we visited uh, one of our sister churches there and just, we just enjoyed every moment of that trip. We did high tea. You know, if I find the video for that, I, I may post it. I'm not quite sure where it is, but I, that was probably one of my best trips that I have taken. Uh, it was a, a shorter one, but it just, we packed it in with a lot of great memories. And uh, funny enough, it was a milestone year, you know, as far as our birthdays were concerned. You know, I had just had a big birthday and so had, actually all of us had just had milestone birthdays. So, you know, that was great that we were able to celebrate those uh, together. And just to share, you know, wisdom, especially from my mom and uh, us talking about, you know, the different feelings that we had and things, going through things as women. And uh, at the time I was uh, the only single one in the group. So just gleaning marriage tips and things like that and uh, just being able to laugh and, and eat dessert at 11 o'clock at night and all of those things. It was amazing BCU fam. So uh, that was one of my favorites. All right, let's see what else is on the list. Uh, there are 15 questions here and I won't answer all of them. Again, I may save some of these for another time. Hmm. Let's see. What's one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? Wow. Wow. Now, for this question, it's it's job related. And for those of you who may not be aware, I am a corporate facilitator uh, for a payroll company. I, I've been there for a number of years now, and I teach what's called power skills classes where I talk to people about a different different areas such as time management, stress management, project management, and then there are some other classes around compliance issues such as employment law and sexual harassment that I teach as well. Now, one of my favorite classes and something that I have actually learned and taught a lot on BCU Live and in other places, conventions and things is conflict management. And I, it's not so much that the job taught me, I would say that it's a skill set that you need to have in all relationships, how to manage conflict and how to do that, especially if we are naming the name of Christ. And I think that outside of our families because they're the people that are closest to us and that we interact with quite a bit. I would say the next set of people for most of us is working with your uh, coworkers and how to manage that conflict there. So 
Um, I would say that my job has had has really refined the conflict management skills. And also, I think my job has taught me that there's a time to speak and a time to keep silent. And, and it's, it's the job that taught it to me. Well, let me just say it this way, that the Lord has taught me that and I've had to use that. I, I need to rephrase that on the job. And that sometimes it's better, BCU family, to stay quiet. And the Bible tells us in James chapter one, verse number 19, that we are to be slow to speak, slow to anger and quick to hear. And you all have heard me probably say that before. And quick to hear also means being quick to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And sometimes we have to delay our response so that God is glorified honored and praised. I remember one such situation with a coworker that I have had to really go to the Lord about because of their, they, they have a, what I would call a sabotage spirit where they feel like they need to usurp authority and be right and all of that sort of thing. And that does not bode well with me. And the Lord knows that BCU fam. And he uses this person to, sh- to sharpen me. That's what, that's part of it is that this helps keep me in a place of prayer <laughs> when I have to interact with this individual. So we thank God for them. So with that, um, I have had to have some very challenging conversations or one or one or two of them, I think with this individual and the Lord has blessed me to be able to do that. Uh, in a way that honors him. Now, I didn't always get it right. I didn't always get it right, but I thank God uh, for the the opportunity for to be able to use those skills. And uh, interestingly enough, I'm going to have another interaction with this person uh, coming up very soon. So I am prayed up and am looking for the Lord to be glorified in that upcoming interaction. All right. I think I have time for one more question. Let's see. Hmm. At what time of day do you get your best work done? Now, BCU fam, I would say hands down, I am a morning person. I like to get up uh, as I don't want to say as early as possible, but yeah, early, early-ish, I would say. I'm not a late sleeper. I have not, even as a youngster, it was hard for me to just sleep until noon. And it's not because I was nosy or anything. It's just that my my circadian rhythm, I guess, my body clock, it, it just wakes me up early. And I thank God for that. So because of that, I like to get up early, get things taken care of and done and out of the way. Uh, I was not the one to want to do late classes or to do night shifts or any of that sort of thing. And it's not that I can't do things later on at night. I'm just freshest, best and most productive uh, earlier in the day. So uh, to ask me to do a lot of stuff at six o'clock at night, it just it, it, it takes me a little longer, I think. It takes my brain a little longer to get it done and I am not as polished as I can be. So um, I'll do it, but 
Um, I, if I do something later on in the evening, I normally would come back the next day early and then just go over it to make sure that I hadn't missed anything or something that might need to be done differently. So yeah, earlier is definitely better for me. All right, BCU fam, I believe that that is all that I have time for today. So I'm hopeful that you enjoyed uh, this little insight into uh, the mind of Blen of BlenCouragesYou.com and that uh, this was a welcome change from what we normally do. So it's good sometimes to just get to know uh, one another. I know that you all know a lot about me based on uh, the word of God, and it's good to get to know me on a personal level. So um, I hope to do uh, more of these on a more regular cadence. I have some things in mind. I just have to pull them together. So uh, let's do this as we get ready to head out. Let's pray. We always do that. So let's make sure we do that. Follow that through. All right. So Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, thank you for me being able to spend this time with my BCU family. And we just thank you for even in the midst of all of what's going on with the website and the confusion that surrounds us. I want to thank you for just being able to take all of that to you in prayer. These are light afflictions and we just give you thanks uh, in the midst of everything regardless. And thank you for working it out. And for those that may be in situations that are confusing, that they need help with, that are taxing on the mind, Lord, we pray that you will remember each and every person uh, that is under the sound of my voice. And we pray, Lord, that you will bless them to give you everything that concerns them and look for you to give them the next directions. If any, let them know if they should stand still or not. And we thank you for working things out according to your excellent greatness. So thank you, Lord, that as we do go through these things, help us to maintain a demeanor and a countenance and an attitude that reflects your goodness at all times so that you're praised, glorified and honored in our lives. Even as we go through our situations, it's in Jesus name that we thank you, Lord, for this and for all things. Let every heart say amen. All right, BCU fam. So if you resonated with anything that was said here today, uh, please be sure to head back to the BlaineCouragesYou.com site. Hopefully it's up and I'll make sure to put a link just in case it's not quite up yet and I uh, will continue our conversation. So thank you all so much for your love and prayerful support. Lord will and until the next time we are together, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you all and give you peace as you stay on the wall.